Hello, Maxine Tima'a Kavithid Kamraig, Ryan and Rob. Hi, Maxine here, Ryan and Rob's Welsh translator. The Chin Grando are Podlidiad Newid, Fearless in Devotion. You're listening to Fearless in Devotion, a new podcast all about Wrexham AFC. Here they come, our mighty champions. Raise your voices to the anthem. Marching like a mighty army, Wrexham is the name. Welcome back to Fearless in Devotion, the podcast sponsored by the Fat Boar Bar and Restaurant. Uh, Andy, what are your three top things about the Fat Boar? Um, one, it's named after uh, a tasty animal, which you don't get much in this uh, country. Secondly, the animal is huge. Mm. Thirdly, yeah. um, fair play, they use a lot of cheese. And who doesn't yeah. like a lot of cheese? They don't sell any boars yet, but hopefully that's something that we can work on now with our influence on the uh, on the establishment let's see what we can do with that um anyway uh disappointing defeat yesterday tim you were there uh, what can you say about it i, I got over the re- result in the end because let's face it we're not exactly surprised by these turn of events you know clubs that are on the uh, that are on the down in, in in regards of results and performances and then we go give them a, a great confidence boost don't we so <sighs> I, I just, I mean, we could have been out of sight by half time. Should have been out of sight by half time, and then they do exactly what they did to us in the start of the second half, get the early goal, and then go on to win it. And I mean, a, a draw was probably a fair result on the balance of it all. But yeah, I mean, when you when you see the highlights for for the goals we conceded, it is beyond the pale. For for defending at any level, but especially for you know for the experience we brought in, um, those lads will have to take a long hard look at that and go right. Who was who wasn't picking up that person? Why have we made an absolute comedy of errors on the goal line to allow Rooney to score the winner? I mean, it, it was just it's it's as defending goes that is as bad as it will get. It was like Wheelstone away last year. It was it was that level of of of. Of embarrassment, really. But at least we scored three goals. At we-, we scored three goals at Wheelstone, so it's not as good. <laughs> um, I lost, but yeah, yeah, true. Um, you know, Peg Parkey said after the match about, um, you know, similar to what you said, Tim, in terms of should have been away, should have been long gone at half time. Andy, is that the keys? You think you know it's hard to dominate games in this in this division. You are going to get teams that have spells. They might nick a goal. We need to just start putting away our chances. I think there's two realities of Wrexham at the moment, and both are true. One is um, one is we've got a good enough quality in our squad that we will beat 50% of the league. Um, the other reality is that we don't have enough, especially in midfield, to really deal with a good side. And I think as soon as Stockport got their tails up yesterday, we didn't have enough control in midfield. We didn't we didn't put our foot on the ball. We didn't really test them. We were there for the taking. So, you know, I think until we solve the midfield issue, and I don't really know how we're going to do it at the moment because we've got two very similar players. Do we do we look to drop one? Will that one be our captain? I don't know. Uh, who do we bring in? Can we bring in anyone from from who's out of contract? I don't know. But something needs to be done about the midfield issue. Something needs to be done about the midfield issue for the last three years and we haven't solved it. We can limp along and I think we'll probably beat Aldershot 
on Saturday because we've got quality at both ends of the pitch. We didn't show it yesterday in defence, but we do have we do have good players there. So we can pick off the lesser teams. It's the it's the teams that we are battling with for promotion that we're beating through luck at the moment, and we need to change that through dominating them. Can we have a just a, a quick discussion on on the captaincy thing? Because I put that poll up yesterday on Twitter, and I got got quite a few pelters for it in the end. Um, rightly or wrongly, there's obviously still a lot of love for for Lee Young, to sort of paraphrase Dean, Dean Keats' quote. Um, maybe it was a bit hasty to put it up so soon, but I, I just heard that question asked so many times at the match yesterday. It's not a case of his abilities called this question, it's just a case of whether, is he thriving in the captaincy? It's a bit like you know, the whole Aaron Ramsey situation, albeit in terms of he was at a different age when he got handed it. And then it was taken away and given to Ashley Williams. But I suppose the point I'm getting at is that does Luke Young perform and thrive better without the added responsibility of the captain's armband? Um, it's one of those when he when it was given to him. I mean, it was it's sort of one of those he leads by experience as opposed to your Sean Pearson, you know, clapping and getting the lads g'd up and and things like that. And I think that can work sometimes, but it it is as though as though Young's got a bit of a, a weight on him, really. And his performances, they haven't been terrible, I don't think. You know, he allows other midfielders around him to do to do other things, and he does some of the nitty-gritty work. But he does just look like a player who's got the world on his shoulders at the moment. And I you know, wonder, is that the captaincy? Realistically, you know, you've got to be picking someone who's, who's undroppable. And... I would argue that Luke Young at the moment is far from undroppable. In fact, he's probably one of the nearest to being dropped that there is in the team. Obviously, we signed Toza late. Uh, I mean, the logical choice would be Toza, I suppose, wouldn't it? If, if we if we if if we'd signed him at the beginning of pre-season. Um, but um, yeah, what do you reckon, Andy? I wonder if it's a captaincy issue or an unbalanced midfield issue, mm. and one stemming mm. from the other. We don't have the right mix in midfield at the moment. Um, we don't have a player who can who can break up play, sit on it, and uncomfortably yeah. stroke it around. I would say that Young and Jones are very similar. They get the, they want to be further up the pitch. They want to be causing a nuisance. They want to be running around and getting getting into people, causing mistakes, and playing on from there. So having both of those in at the same time, it's not working. It's not balanced. It's up to Parkinson to find a way to make these two work or change it. Now. If he can't do that, I would say that he's got to he's got to drop one of them, and it, that at the moment on form wise, it's probably it's probably young. So Tim, it was okay to ask the question. Don't worry about your Twitter abuse; it's fine. Live to fight another day. I should have put: Is it captaincy or an unbalanced midfield? That's probably. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got the analytical brain that Andrew the, Gilpin the, the, has. The fifth option always has to be. The fifth option always has to be unbalanced midfield. Right, it's time for this week's big interview. We're really excited to bring you this one after discussing another Wrexham defeat. This will remind you of some other bad times in our history, or maybe some good times too. There were plenty of highs and lows with this manager, and we hope you enjoy this interview we conducted with him. Right, we've had a few managers on the podcast in the in the past. We've had Andy Morrell. Um, who else have we had on Andy? I forgot now. Uh, Kev Wilkin. Kev Wilkin. Obviously, we've had a few. 
Um, there's been one we've wanted to get for a while. We finally got him. He's got a book out. We'll come to the book shortly. Um, he was appointed manager of Wrexham in April 2015 um, for 18 months. I think we all expect it to last a bit longer, including the man himself, but we'll discuss that as well. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Gary Mills. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for coming on, Gary. Hugely appreciated. Um, I don't know where the time has gone. No, I've just said that 2015. I can't believe it's six years since you were appointed. I was at that press conference. It was it was very good. You came in with your Paisley shirt. You looked looked the part, sounded <laughs> the part. Everybody was super excited. Just take us back to to, to that that time because obviously you, you were at Gateshead. You were doing well at Gateshead, and it's well documented that you were very happy at Gateshead. Um, and I think you told another podcast how it came about, um, and. I think I think was the sort of circumstances of the chairman that, that kind of changed sort of the, the way your manager managerial sort of course was going because, like I said, you were happy at Gateshead and then this move came about. So just give us a flavour of, of what happened there. Yeah, it's it's that really. You know, I um, obviously went to, to Gateshead from York, where where things had gone well for me. Um, and the chairman at, at, at Gateshead was incredible. You know, he, from day one, he when he phoned me, he, he just said, I don't want anybody else. I want you to come be my manager at Gateshead. Um, you know, he's a, a lovely, lovely man who, who supported from the terraces as a, as a, as a young boy. He's, he was in his 70s, early 70s, I should say. I don't want to upset him. Um, <laughs> and and we got on great. We got on great. And, um, you know, things went well for me at, at Gateshead. Uh, unfortunately, we missed out at Wembley uh, to Cambridge United which was disappointing, but, you know, to get to Gateshead to to a uh, playoff final to get into the league was um, was was great for me, you know, um, but disappointing to lose. And then, and then um, when it came to it, um, I had uh, just simply really that he came to me one day and said, Wrexham have made a call to me, um, asked if they, they could speak to you. And I just said straight away, I, I'm happy, Chem. I, I don't want to go anywhere. I'm, I'm happy. Um, things were going well for me at Gateshead. Um, I love the area. I love the people. I, I got on great there. Um, I'd had a, you know, as you do in management and in football, you move about. Uh, but it felt right for me. Um, and then he turned around to me and shocked me and said, no, I want you to go. Um, and I was like, well, what do you mean you want me to go? And he said, he said, I'm leaving. You know, he says, I've had my day. I'm leaving. I've, I've put my money into this football club. Um, I've got things in my life that I want to do. I'm not getting any younger. Um, I want you to go and speak to Wrexham. Um, and he said, obviously, you know, they're a massive club um, in the in the league that we're in. And, and I think you should go and speak to them, you know. Uh, and that's what I've done. You know, I, I went with Darren Kasky. I, I, I went down to the meeting with... Um, with Don Bertram and, and, and Barry Horn. Um, and, and the meeting was great, you know, the meeting was fine. I was, I was, I was, I was a little bit shocked as to the, the size of the budget. Um, and, um, you know, that was, that was the biggest, that was the biggest thing for me, really driving back down Kasky to, to the Northeast was, you know, the expectation that the word was used so many times when I was at Wrexham, um, to go with the budget, to go with the budget doesn't doesn't weigh up. It just doesn't weigh up, you know. Um, 
that, that Wrexham were, you know, within the within the eight hours of the first meeting were, you know, we want an answer. You know, we want you to come, Gary. We want you as as manager. And and, and you know that was massive for me. Whereas Tranmere, the, the, the chairman said to me at Tranmere, yes, I'm ninety five percent sure we want you. Um, so that was always a little bit of a. Um, so, you know, that was I, so I decided, yeah, but, you know, Wrexham, massive challenge. Um, and I'm not going to lie, and I've said this, and I'm, I've been open about it. I was I was gutted to leave Gateshead. It shook my, my chairman's hand. We're great friends to today. We, we speak a lot. Uh, we meet. Um, but, you know, now my challenge was Wrexham. And, um, you know, I, I, I came to Wrexham for the reasons that, when Barry Horn and that spoke to me was, we need to get out of this league. You know, we're we're, we're a massive club. But I didn't need telling that. You know, we, we, yeah. we all know. We all know. You mentioned about the budget, and you were shocked by it. In this, just so the listeners know, I guess, shocked by the the size of what it was in terms. Of it was lower than what you're expecting. Are you happy to say what it was? I don't want to say what it was. I think that'd be I think that'd be wrong and unfair. But yeah, no, okay. Yeah. But, but I had I had a bigger budget at Gateshead, so right, you know, so you know, not more. But that wasn't the end. Of, that wasn't the end of it. You know, um, after I, I, I come in, and obviously there was players there. Some players wanted to leave. I hadn't even met these players. Um, some players um, had got another year on the contracts. Um, and so I had to look at it. And when you say you've got a budget, you know, you, you end up with possibly 30, 40% of the budget because the rest is taken anyway. Um, and that, that's not saying that the players were wrong. The players were right because a lot of those players done well for me, you know, that, that, that first season. Um, but, you know, I'm very limited to the sort of player that I, I needed to bring in. Um, and it was just... You know, me putting a squad together and 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 to to making the squad up with the players that are there already, and then I had another meeting with 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 Barry Horn uh, just regarding that as, as I brought a couple of players in, and and I've got a couple of other players lined up, um, and I went and sat with Barry and and I said, right, I've got these two players coming uh, coming in. I want I want to sign these two players, and he went, you've done your budget, Gary. You can't get anybody else in, and I went, no, I haven't. I said, I've got this, I've got this left on my budget. He went, No, this is your budget. And my budget changed. My budget went from not being the best to even worse. So why, why do you think that is, Gary? Do you think there was something like season tickets or or that the club had to pay something off? I mean I never got I never got an answer. The only answer I got was this is the budget we told you. <laughs> it wasn't the case. It, it it just wasn't the case. Now you not whether you you know they're naively or whatever, and this is the same every football club that I've been to, and, and I'm sure it's the same for everybody else. You know, you are you are told actually what the budget is. There's no actually there's not actually anything in print in black and white what the budget is, um, and it's something that I've done since since leaving Wrexham. Obviously, I've not been been that far. I went back to York, but. You know, like everything uh, in life, you should get everything in writing, whether it's uh, a contract or just something in writing to to have proof. And um, and I, I very nearly, I very nearly, um, not just the choice of me, but through Barry Orr and Don Burcham, I very nearly 
was away from the club within a, within a couple of weeks um, wow. because, of, because of this situation. Um, so it wasn't the best starts for me, you know. It, it was it was a, it was a difficult it was a difficult start to a, to a football club that you know I was enthused by when I when I went there and, and you know and saw just by the first meeting there in, when I when I was announced as manager to see the amount of press there and, and you know you normally get one man and his dog when you go to 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 a non-league club um, or, or a conference club or a national league club whatever you call it. But, um, so you know straight away I could I, I could see what it was all about so it, it wasn't the best of starts um, and, I, and I think you know whether whether Wrexham supporters were aware of, of, of things like you know I had a bigger budget at, um, at Gateshead than, than Wrexham might shock might shock a few um, you know when I went to, to Gateshead they used to get 300 fans you know in, in the big stadium and you've obviously been there I presume to watch a game and you know, in the end, we ended up getting 1,500. It was fantastic for us, 1,500, you know, up to 3,000. And then we got 8,500 for the playoff game. And, and it was just it was just uh, superb. But in general, their, their budget, he was budgeting on getting 300, 400 fans. Um, so you can see the type of money the chairman, the Gator, was putting in himself. Um, but, you know, going back to, going back to, to Wrexham... Um, so it wasn't a great start, but it's one of them. It's one of them. You either like say, well, you feel sorry, and you don't. In the end, I had to say, right, okay, here we go. Then let's get on with what what the budget is, and let's let's get started. Um, and that's what I've done. You know, you put that to bed, and, and you get on. You get on, and um, that's that's where it all started for me. You know. Um, just sort of just sort of saying why why Wrexham would want you. I mean, I, I can remember a game. The season before, where Gateshead came to the race course, and you absolutely played us off the park, and I think that's stuck in a lot of a lot of people's memories. Probably the the, the Wrexham, you know, management sort of sort of board at, at the time. So, I, I no no Wrexham fan had anything but good good things about this appointment. Everyone was really infused by it. They thought, well, finally. WST and, and and you know the team the board have, have really gone for this. They've got a manager who is a proven of getting you know getting clubs out of that league and playing good football. So it is a little sort of disappointing that that you've come in. They've made the big move for you and Darren. You've seen the squad. You've you know the way you want to play. You've sort of said right. I probably need six or seven quality players to play. The, the football I want, and do you yeah. think they could have backed you a little bit more to get that to get that squad together and really giving it a go, considering they pushed the boat out to get you? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. That you know, but I I, I had the, my, I told you a minute ago that the choice for me was that I come with the budget that I was given. You know that uh, the budget is 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 what it is, and that's what you live and die by. You know, and and we all say it's not about money, and of course it's not all about money it's about managing with with what you've got but i was given a certain budget and then and then 20 percent of that budget was taken away from me um which made which made things more difficult but it is what it is and, and you know i don't bear any grudges for that at, at the time i've got because if, if i did i wouldn't i wouldn't get on at all so it was like all right come on put it to bed stop talking about it it, it, it is what it is let's let's get a team together and you know, uh, in the end, I, I was, uh, although the couple of players I wanted to bring in couldn't come to the football club, I, I was, 
I was happy the way things were going. You know, I thought the squad was 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 okay for the for the type of budget that that I had. Um, and um, you know, I can remember going to the first game down at, at, at Bromley, and I thought, you know, you talked about the way I like my teams to play, and I thought for forty five minutes we were. We, we were incredible for 45 minutes. <laughs> you end up losing the game 3-1. Um, yeah, I was at that game, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and you have to be, whatever you whatever you do in life, you have to be honest about it. And, and you know, I'm on it now with you because I've, I've got nothing to hide and I'll be, whatever you ask me, I'll, I'll, I'll answer as honest as I can, you know. Um, uh, and as much as that is disappointing, you know, and, and, Straight after that, the press, you know, the, the first comment to me was, you know, we don't lose our first game of, of, the, of the season. You know, we, 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 we've always won our first game of the season. This is the first time we've lost our first game of, of the season. I went, ah, and I didn't mean it. In a, but you have to be, you know, you have to get over things. And, and I just went in the, in the press conference straight after, well, now we've found the problem why you haven't got promoted there. Now we've lost the first game. We can go and get, we can go and get promoted. And, and, it, and it's, it's how you have to be, you know. Um, none of us like to lose our first game. Um, it, it's a funny thing, actually. When I've looked back over my career, I, I've lost, I've lost my first game. So it's like you're betting off and get, 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 uh, get your money on the opposition when my teams are playing on the, on the first game. And, and then we went and won the next five, didn't we? You know, we went, we went and won the next, next five. And you know, we were, we were playing, we were playing some, good, we were playing some good football. Um, and, and I, was, I was thoroughly enjoying, thoroughly enjoying seeing my team play. Um, <clears throat> as you all know, you know, as, as I've told them at York and I told them at Gateshead, it's a tough, tough league. It's a tough, tough league. Um, you have to get it right. You have to. You, you don't have to be desperate. You, you you have to enjoy. You have to enjoy your football. You have to enjoy the challenge. Uh, you have to enjoy what's thrown at you, and, and and I try as tough as the job is as a manager. You know, if you don't enjoy it, what's the point of, of, of doing it? Like anything in life, as far as I'm concerned. So, I enjoy I enjoy my job. I enjoy the challenge, and enjoy um, not everything that comes with it. But you know, you know, part of management is is losing games of football, um, and it's how it's how you overcome that that, that losing games. I think I think like we said, I think anybody who, who, who was who was there at the time would, would view that particular particular time of that season as definitely some of the best football we've seen in in definitely sort of the conference era of the football club, without a doubt, you know, before and, and since to be fair. Um just give us an idea of just an overview of some of the signings you brought in, because some some of the signings, you know, I mean, there's so many have come and gone through previous managers, and and you kind of take some some signings with a bit of a pinch of salt. But I think the likes of Sean Newton, Manny Smith, Caden Jackson, Don Bowes, Bowes, yeah, despite, yeah. Despite the budget, um, you seem to. It's fair. To, it's fair to say that season specifically, you you're definitely an eye for for a player. Just tell us a, a bit about about the, about the players you brought in. Um, the sort of ones that you identified early on, um, and and the ones that came in a little bit later. Yeah, I think first of all, if I go back to the like the first, the first season, you know, Christmas period was a, a bad period for us, and it's always a dangerous 
period. And I think that changed our season completely that season. Uh, mentally, mentally, you know, we, we, we were up there. I think we were going to Braintree and the game was called off. And, you know, I, I've got a great, a great feeling, as you do. I, I've, I've had it as a player and I've had it as a manager that I just felt we were going to go and win. You know, as a manager, I was putting the team out there and standing on the touchline and thinking we're going to win, you know, and you don't get that feeling very often. And that's how that's how pleased I was with my team and the way we were playing and the way we were tackling the, the season. Um, and then the, the Christmas period come along and, and I just got, 50% maybe out of a few players that where I'd got, I don't mean as in effort, I mean as in, in, in the way they were going about the jobs. Uh, it was just like, what the, I was, take, I was taken aback, you know, as to, as to the, the, the difference in performance. Um, and then as, as always in football, you, they talk about confidence, you know, winning, winning a, a, a few games gives you that confidence, but only takes one game to lose that that confidence goes and and you know there's a massive change um in, within within a couple of weeks over the over the christmas period we, we were then challenged you know I, i'd got that feeling that we were going to win games to go and have a feeling of you know i'm not so sure now you know i'm, I'm not so sure um that we're going to go and win this game today um it's um and and that was down to 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 performances from from certainly a few players, not every player. Um, so, you know, you then you then have to sort of listen. I'm, I, when that season when that season finished, um, I was so 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 disappointed because there was no way we were not going. I'm not going to say we were going to go and win that league, but no way we were not going to be in the playoffs. And and um, uh, and I was so disappointed in myself. And I questioned myself, looking back as to where did where did, why did that not happen? Where did where did we go wrong there? What 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 what, what happened? It, it was just a, an incredible feeling because you know um, I was so early on, so so for months for, for a lot of games, so pleased with the way we were playing. But um, it then come to decision time, you know. Um, do I do I make changes? Do I not make changes? Um, and I made changes. Um, I, I decided. I sat down with Darren Kasky and, and we made changes. Um, and unfortunately, you know, it doesn't always work. And it didn't work for me. It didn't. It, it didn't work for us as a football club. Um, and I needed to change it again. I needed to change it again. Where, where where I had where I had this conversation, I said, "Look, you know, two or three players here, not not what I thought, not what uh, I, I, I expected. Uh, I'm not getting it back from them. I thought they were the players they were, and we need to just juggle this about bringing a couple of players. And, and I didn't get that. It was you've lost your job. Um, and I'm like, wow, come on, come on." You know, um, and that's to this day, I've just said that to you. And that hurts me because, you know, I, I've walked out of football clubs for, for different reasons, like I say. And um, I was I was I was giving it everything at, at Wrexham to get it right. And I knew I knew that second season it wasn't. You obviously knew that as fans. Um, but it, it, you know, and you know, when you're in that situation, this is when 
I'm not saying you pull together. You obviously all as a football club pull together, and I, I don't want to start getting sentimental or whatever. But you know, the the football club, the board brought me to the football club, and that's when you have to sit down and be frank and, and be honest. And I was, and I went. I've made mistakes. I've I've I brought in, I brought in um, two two or three players that I need to I need to change. I need to get them out, and I need to replace them with better. Uh, but it happens. But we need to do it now. Uh, and instead of that, I, I lost my job, um, and that and that disappointed me. Yeah, you can sort of tell you still 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 hurts you. I mean, if we roll back to to the first season a little bit, I mean, we sort of mentioned it, but the football we played in the first ten games with the players we had, you brought in Manny Smith, who was excellent for us, Dom Vose. Brilliant. Moke in the middle of the midfield as well. Really, you know, we were playing how we wanted to. If you'd have told me at the there that at the end of the season that we wouldn't have been in the playoffs, I wouldn't have believed you because we were that good. Now I know you said we've had a bit of a we had a bit of a blip around Christmas time. <laughs> From what you did at the end of the season, you sound like you were very disappointed with certain parts of the playing squad. Um so <sighs> If we sort of look at, at Vose as maybe as uh, as an example of this, now we had Dan Vose on uh, a couple of months ago. Now, obviously, he's still still like a cult cult hero for what he what he did at the first start of that season. Now, he was always he said that he never fell out with you, but he could just tell that he was being used less and less, and he thought, I think I'm good enough to be to to be in this team come what may. Did you see a drop off from him around about the Christmas time? Was it in training? Was it something you saw in a match that you thought, "Hang on, we've got to use this fella a bit less"? Yeah, you know, Dom. I never fell out with him, and I, I would never fall out with him. And I, I, I try not to fall out with people. You know, football's football, and, and you know, you, it's a job. Um, and, and your honesty has to be. And I keep bringing that word up. That you have to be honest about it. You can't hide behind it. And you know. Uh, Dom was a difficult, difficult player to to manage. Uh, he was a he was a different character to to a lot of the players that have that have managed. Um, um, he wants a ball on his own, you know. He 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 wants the ball all the time, and and at times he lost his discipline with that because um, he was going in areas, and and when he didn't get the ball, he was then frustrated and sort of lost maybe 25% of, of, of his enthusiasm and his desire to go and play that day because he wasn't getting the ball. Um, and you, you have this conversation with, with, with Dom, you know, there's going to be times that you, you're not going to get the ball as much as you'd like, Dom, you know, but don't start losing your shape. Uh, you've got to continue to keep doing the, the, the same things, the right things that, that you have to do within the team. Um, and, and there was, there was, there was things happening with him. Um, he was knocking on my door and, and expressing his disappointment. Um, you know, Gaffey, you're not playing the way that, that you told me we were going to play. And, and and I said, well, I said, Dom, listen, mate, we we are. But unfortunately, you know, you, you, you're trying to do things that I've not asked you to do. You know, I'm your manager and, and you've, got to, you've, got to, you've got to play the way I want you to play, not the way you want to play. Um, because that's what I get paid for, you know, um, to to make sure everybody knows the jobs. And so it was just a, a, a weird time. And, 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 you know, Don was sort of his, his agent and, you know, and is, is expressing that, you know, 
maybe it's Dom should get away and, you know, teams are after him and, and it, 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 it was, it, it just lost that between, between Dom and, and, and the squad of players really. And, and, and it wasn't causing, causing problems within the dressing room. It was just causing, not, not causing problems. It, it just making it diff- more difficult. Um, and I had to make a decision, you know, that obviously, you know, we ended up selling, selling Dom. And again, that's, you know, you get, you get times when you have to make massive, massive decisions. Um, but it was more, not me, you're going, Dom. It was more Dom wanted to sort of get away because he was expressing that, 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 that it wasn't, we weren't playing how we wanted him. We, we sort of told him we wanted him to play. Oh, it was, it was, you know, and, and you do, you put your arms around and say, come on, Dom. Jesus Christ, come on. Smile, man, for God's sake, you know. Let's, let's get on with it. Let's get back to what it was. Let's get back. Um, but Dom's not that easy to, he's not one of them that, that say, yeah, yeah, you're right, Gaffer. Yeah, come on, Gaffer. <laughs> it, it was more, it, it was more, no, I'm not, you know, we're not. And so yeah. it might, might be time for you to go then, Dom, you know, because you, you, you're sort of not wanting to play the, the way I want, you, I want you to play. So I was disappointed, you know, I, I tried to go and get him back, actually. Um, and that proves, you know, I don't know, maybe the type of man I am. I, I don't bear grudges. You know, football's football and, and things happen. And I've, I've certainly, players that I've let go, I've, I've, I've um, went and gone. I mean, Darren Caskey, for instance, I got rid of him at Notts County. He ends, ends up being like me, one of my top muckers now and, and um, <laughs> a, mere, a mere assistant for, for a few seasons. So... It's a difficult one that year, and, and and it's lovely to hear you say you hadn't seen football like it, and and, and that, and 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 I, I that first season, yeah, particularly early on, you know, post Christmas time, was was in, was incredible. Um, I was loving, I was loving the way we were playing. I was loving the togetherness I had with your fan, with the fans, um, and 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 like I just mentioned there, the you win games and the confidence you get. Um, and then you lose a couple and everything changes, you know, and even the fans towards me uh, as to, to the, the, the way things were going. And, and, and I get that because that's, that's the job we're in. That, that's never going to, that's never going to change, is it? But uh, mm. there's, there's no doubt, you know, I got it wrong um, at the end of the wow. first season with a, with a, with a, with a few players uh, needed changing, but it was still early days, and and that need that needed changing. Yes, and that's when I needed help. I needed help to go right. You're right, Gary. What can we do? Well, I can get him out here. I can bring I can bring him in. I can go. No, no, no. We've got to. You know, we haven't got the money to. And I just felt, you know, and and and, and I was to to manage Wrexham for me was such a such a big club. Is, is fantastic, um, but then you've got to then you've got to show me as the manager that that's the case. Come on, then let's pull together. Let's pull to, let's pull together here. Um, you know, it's not always going to go the way we want in everything we do. I just need that little bit of help now, right? And we can turn we can turn it round. But it was no. Mm. It was more like you, you've laid, you, you've made your bed. You got to lie in it, sort of. And it, and I just felt I was. I was on my own a little bit, you know, um, 
Um, and that's not making excuses or trying to, you know, blame, blame us or whatever. But you, if, if we're in this together as a football club, they, they brought me to the football club to get, to get, uh, get them out of that league. Um, and, you know, I can sit here and say eventually I would have done, of course, nobody knows. Uh, but I just needed that help at that little bit of time there. I think um, I think you've sort of touched on it. Would you say sort of like in hindsight that maybe you freshened it up too much at the start, of the, at the end of that first season? Because as we said, we were desperate for you, for you to, to the team to do well. We were desperate to see that sort of football um, throughout the season. We had, we thought we had good players to do it. We thought the likes of Smith, Mokay, obviously Rose is maybe a little bit different. Do you think you got rid of too many at the end of that season and maybe should have just changed three or four because yeah. we'll, we'll get on to the, to the second lot of signings but we as fans thought there were some very good players there that you that you may be jettisoned yeah yeah definitely you know and and I've, I've already said it to you you know I did um, so I'm not going to sit here and, and say well it was the players fault the ones I brought in or you know I got rid of I got rid yeah w- without doubt yes I did um but like I say, I, I went to to the to the people that employ me, um, and I said, "I've made a mistake. I need I need we need to ch- make changes. We need to we need to sort this out." Um, and like I just said, there it was more like you've made your bed, you've got to lie in it. Um, and I lost my job, and and you know at a time when I I I just needed a bit of backing, um, and I think. <sighs> Rightly or wrong, I brought up the, you know, when we was having this conversation, I brought up, listen, from day one, my budget wasn't what you said, and um, uh, and and it started getting a little bit pulling apart a little bit from for me and and and, and the people that, that had employed me, um, and once that starts, then ultimately there's only one person going to be out in the football club, and and, and I lost my job. But going back to your question then yes I've already said it so I made I made I made a mistake um, but I had to do something about it and, and I wasn't given that time or, or help to to do that um, uh, you, you have to make big you have to make you have to make big decisions um, and I, uh, I, I I decided to go down the road that I went down and Afterwards, there were certainly, you know, two or three players that I'd sort of let go that I should have kept. Just going into that, um, that sort of, I suppose you'd call it like the second, your second summer at Wrexham, looking at some of the signings that were made, there was quite, was it 18 in total, something like that? I can't remember now what the number was, but there were names like uh, Callum Powell, Norte Norte, um, Michael Bakari and the likes of that. I, I think some... I would, I would say raised a few eyebrows. What was what, what was your thinking in terms of that recruitment? Well, again, you know, I have I have a, I have a certain budget, and I have to bring certain players in within within that certain budget, and I and I decided I decided that you know in certain areas I needed I needed I needed certain players, and and you know what what players are available at, at this type of money, and I, I knew these players, and I. I I'd seen them and, and you do, of course you know them and of course you do your homework and um, on, on these players. And, and, you know, I think you've mentioned three there that they, they were certainly on that, that list that I, I sort of made when I went, 
I went, whoa, there's some players that have not. Um, I, I need to get them out, and I need to, I, I need to replace them with with better. Um, but you know, I, I bring them in for ultimately because I think they're going to come and do well for us, and they're, they're going to give me something that that I feel that at the, at the time I, I I needed, you know, um, and and within a squad that you know I wanted to to sort of build over that pre-season to to go and challenge that that second season um and and it, and it didn't work for me uh well for the for the football club I keep saying for me because it's on my shoulders because I, I made those decisions but for for you and everybody at, at the football club and I understand you you I understand you you your frustrations and you know questioning questioning um some of the decisions that I made um but like I say, you know, I, I made I made some some good decisions in my time at, at, at Wrexham, and then I made I made a, a, a few poor ones or a couple of poor ones, and and you know I, I, I have to put that right. But I've also done that at I've also done that at Tamworth, I've also done that at York, and I also done that at Gateshead, um, uh, and and then in the end it come right, you know. Um, so you know, you show me any manager that gets everything everything right, and I did make too many changes at the end of that season, going into the second. No, no, no two ways about it, you know. And and you know, people always say, would you have changed things differently? Without without doubt, there's this all through my career in management. It's 25 years now. Um, one one of at the top there would be. Um, making those changes at, at Wrexham at, at the end of that first season. I just, I was just so probably disappointed um, with some of the players of the, of the, the second half of the season and that first season that I just felt I need to make a change here to, to, uh, to make things better, to, to, to go forward. Um, and it was the wrong. It was the wrong decision. Would you say those decisions then were down to? Do you, do you think it was due to the to the budget you had, or or as you've said yourself, you've held your your hands up to it? Do you feel it was your own judgment of those players? What do you think was the reason why it didn't work with some of those players? Me, <laughs> me, totally me. Yeah. I, I, you could see that some of those players, you know, they were nice footballers, the likes of Naughty Naughty, you know, he'd, he'd had a good upbringing at, at, at Chelsea, you know. Do you think that some of them were gambles that could have paid off eventually? I'm looking at the likes of, I don't know, maybe, I mean, Callum Powell gets a bad, bad rep, but you could see the guy was skillful and he had flashes. Maybe if you could have worked with that player for a bit longer, do you think they could have come round and come good? Um. I don't, I don't know the answer, do I? But I, I you know, I'd seen, I'd, I'd seen these players. You know, you, 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 you know these players, and and you know, I'm, I'm a man manager. I, I, that's that's the type of manager I am, um, and I know how to get the best out of people. And I looked at these players and thought, you can play. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and and when they come in. Um, I just felt mentally that a few of them were weak. Um, I didn't realise the, the mental the mental weakness of, of, of a few of them, and, and I think the, the 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 running out on that on that pitch there 
uh, in front of those passionate fans that a few of them shrunk. Um, and I didn't know that bit, but I learned very quickly that that's what they were. And, and, um, and I don't like to say not men, if you know what I mean. Um, but, um, but ultimately it come, that comes down to me again. You know, um, I made, I made those signings. Um, they, they weren't good enough, uh, in that, in that short period for us to like start well and, and, and go and show what we're going to be about. Uh, but for me, mentally weren't, weren't strong enough for the, for the challenge of, of a, of a club like Wrexham, um, I mean, the reason I went to York, we were, we were second in the, in the conference after about 10 games. My budget was like like 200,000 quid, you know, at, at, at Tamworth. And, and, but we were unbelievable playing, unbelievable football. And then I think four or five of them end up, end up playing in the Football League, um, you know, and, 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 and the same at Wrexham, a couple of players that, that season didn't work, end up playing in the football league, you know? Um, so it's, it, it, it is all about decisions. It's all about then about how you man, how you manage these, these players and, and how you, how you go about it. Um, and, and, you know, like I say, I, I can't, I don't want to keep saying, unfortunately it didn't work for me. Uh, and, and, and I lost, and I lost my job and I, I, I hated that that day that I was told I'd lost my job at, at, at Wrexham because, you know, I, lo- I do love a challenge and, and uh, the challenge was getting it slight, slightly bigger for me because of my own decisions. Did you see, did you see that, that, that second coming Gary, or was it a boat from the blue? Cause I think, I think we were 15th when you, when you left, we lost four of the last six. Um, yeah. I know you said you believe you didn't get enough time. And um, do you feel they were justified in pulling the trigger? And, and did you see it coming? Well, like I said to you, you know, I, I had I, I held my hands up to them and said, I, I need to, this needs to change. Yeah. This needs to change. This can't continue. And that's where I needed my help. Um, so, you know, I had that conversation because I, I had to be honest about it. I, I couldn't hide from it. There's no point in me saying it'll be all right. I, I knew it wouldn't be all right. So I had to, I had to change that. And, and, you know, the people, the people, um, again, who employed me decided that they didn't want to give me that time. They didn't want to give me that help. Um, that they wanted to to change it and bring somebody else in. So I I, I knew that I knew there might be a a chance that it might happen because you know things were starting to get a little bit. The the the, the, the fans were voicing their opinions. Um, you know, it was starting to get a bit personal towards me. It wasn't a nice period for me for a few weeks. Um, and that hurts me because I'm I'm not that type of type of man, you know. It's not that I say I take pride in in the job that I do, um, and, and I wanted to do something about it. Um, so I knew there was a I knew, you know, I'm not stupid. I've been in the game long enough, and I knew there might be a a chance that it might happen. Um, naively, the day that it happened, um, I had no inkling that it was going to happen. You know, we had we had a fans forum going to be at the ground. I think it was a it was on the Thursday night. Yeah. We'd got fans forum and, and you know, I, I was all, it, I was asked to meet Barry Horn. I thought we were going to be talking about what was going on at the fans forum. He said, can you come and see me for, before we go to the fans forum? And I went, yeah, no problem. I thought he was going to say, look, be careful what we say here or, or 
take your crash helmet because you're going to get you're going to get it thrown <laughs> at you. You're going to get thrown at you tonight. And I said, you know, and I've been quite rightly so. But I'm there to I'm there to to answer. The, you know what the fans want to ask me and and stuff. And, and, and you know, other than that, I got the t- sorry. I lost my I lost my job rather than going to the fans forum. That um, and you know, I always think I look back and think, you know, was Barry worried that. It was going to be too nasty, or if that's the right word, or, or it wasn't going to be a, a good night. But you have to face that. You have to be a man. You have to face that. You know, um, I certainly, if I'd have gone that night, and I wouldn't have, I would have hidden, and I'd have gone exactly what I've told you now. Yes, listen, I mean, I've, 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 I've got to hold my hands up, you know. Um, so I've been in the game long enough. Uh, for you as, as Wrexham fans, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gutted. I'm, I'm gutted that I, I couldn't come in and do what, what wanted me to do. Um, you know, I'm still. I, I found. I don't think. It, I don't think. I went, I went straight into York within 48 hours. Um, but I don't. I think if it wasn't York, if it wasn't York, then I'm not sure. I'm not sure where I'd been. And I, I, I've been. I've struggled to get back into the to the game. And I always look back and think, why? Why? And I always look. Some, was, it that, was it that bad at Wrexham that my, my reputation has sort of sort of gone out, and, I, and it hurts me. It hurts me because I take a lot. I take a lot of pride. So, um, but life is life, and um, you know, like I say, I was privileged to, to manage a football club. I was privileged that you tell me you've seen some football that you haven't seen for a long, long time. I just wanted that to be a bit longer than uh, longer than you got. Just reflecting on that, um, the start of that second season, Gary, do you feel like you talked about there was certainly a connect at the start of your time with Wrexham? I can remember you going over to the fans after some decent wins and, you know, there was a good, you know, the crowd was roaring and it was getting good. Um, but did you feel at the, second, the start of the second season, there was felt like there was a bit of a, almost a disconnect between the, the fans and the team? Yeah, I did, yeah. I did. Um, I can remember getting booed when we I think we drew nil nil with Dover. I think it was, um, and I'm like, what's what's you know, and and getting criticised when we beat um, Solly or one nil in the 90th minute, um, and I was getting criticised, and I was like, come on, you know, um, Dover at the time were top six side and a good side in in that league. That pe- a lot of people found tough to. To, to be and it and it was almost like the feeling was you know we're reps and we should be beating Dover we should be beating Dover at home and that's the type of questions I was getting and you know um, yeah I, I, I do I, I felt there was a little bit of, a, a little bit of that without without doubt um, obviously that comes down comes down to results and comes down to the fans. Looking at the team, the way the way they were playing, and and weren't happy with the way the team that were, were performing, and and I get and I get that, and I get that, um, you know, uh, and and again I have to hold my hands up for that. But it's it's like I said, there you you pull together or you pull apart, and when you pull apart, you know, ultimately unless you've got strong people in the back room, uh, you know, I'm the one who's gonna take the brunt of it and, and and end up losing my job and that's what happened um you seem to 
I think I'm probably about to chuck myself under the bus here because I was enrolled in some of the coverage. But how did you feel about the the, the sort of the press coverage at the start of that season? Because I can remember there were a couple of occasions where you not took issue with it, you know, but weren't happy about particular things. Yeah, I just look. I just felt, you know, and I, everybody kept saying, kept saying to me, "This happens here." You know, we're not Gateshead. We're a bigger club than Gateshead, and this is the way. This is why we do it, and. You know, I, I just, I just felt there was too many having a having a voice, too many having a voice. Um, when, when, and, and it, 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 it wasn't a voice. It was always a voice of criticism. It was always a voice of, you know, like I say, we won a game, but then we was criticised um, rather than listen. If you don't play well, then you win. Come on, well done, you know, and that type of thing. And I just felt there was a period of a period of it just seemed like criticism from everywhere and you know fans were fans were having the uh, doing articles in in the paper and i've got um i've got a, a time and and i'm not going to say who it is but someone at the football club who was working with the football club um had somehow got all my my phone number and every sunday morning i was getting a text from him um, saying "f off" out of our football club, and, and I knew this bloke. Wow! Because because um, because I, I said I've, I've got this, and we we we've worked out who it was, but I, I didn't want to give him the privilege of 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 me knowing. And I thought here he is again, and it was it's it was every Sunday morning, even when we'd won, still not good enough. F off out my now. Listen, I'm I'm a manager, but I'm a, I'm also a, a a, a nice bloke, believe it or not, and, and an honest bloke, and 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 you know, um, I like people, and and it, it was just a, not a nice period for me, you know, not a nice period for me that people don't see, and and you know, people say, well, that's what comes with, that. but you know, I just felt it was too intense, you know, I, I need I needed a little bit of help, um. You know, I asked. I asked for that little bit of help from 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 the the people on the board. Um, uh, I wasn't getting that, and then I was getting everything from everywhere else. And it was um, right. Here we go, guys. You've got our broad shoulders here. You know, you've got you've got our big shoulders here. And, 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 well, what, and show what, what, what sort of help were you, were you were you requesting? Was it a financial thing? Was it was it was it a variety of issues when it when it comes to the help that you're after? No, it's just it, like I say. It was just the help of of. Look, I've, I've made a mistake here. I, I need I need to change. I need to change things here, and, and I need to show the fans that I'm 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 changing things, and I need I need the fans to know that I'm I'm not, you know, I'm big I'm big enough to stand up and go right. I need to do, I need to do this, um, uh, and and speak to the fans on that, and and you know, it, it was just. Um, every day at the training ground, the press would come every day to the training ground. And I, I you know, I said, look, just have a day off. Have a day off. Just let me do my, let me do my job. And, and, you know, it was a question every day, every day. Why have you done this? Why has that happened? Why is this happened? Why is that? And just like, whoa, come on, come on. You know, let me. Which let me, what, what what was the time when you had the infamous, infamous press conference where you replied excellent to everything? I can't remember which one it was, but I read up on it and I can't I can't remember which one it was. <laughs> I think that was the 
Well, we've got a result, haven't we? We 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 it wasn't like we'd lost the game, and and I was just getting you know, and everybody, everybody straight away. He didn't play well. He didn't do this, and and uh, why didn't they? I thought I thought we were excellent. Well, excellent. <laughs> I, I lost. I just lost it that day. I just thought I've got it. I've got it. You know, I've got it. I'm, I'm on my own. Here. I felt on my own. I felt on my own. I, I just, I just felt. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stand up for everybody and everything that I've got in my dressing room. Because um, that's my family. That's my family in there. You know, they're, 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 they're you know, if they if they weren't good enough, it's not their fault that I brought them to the football club. They're not going to turn around down the opportunity to come and join Wrexham, and you know. Um, so <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I've got, it was just <laughs> these things I mean, happen, don't they? <laughs> these I mean, things happen. But I, I just I just started to understand, you know, that I am a human being, and sometimes you think these managers just managers aren't, and you know, I have to come in and 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 do things and you know then I was getting pissed about you know I, I take my players drinking and, 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 and all this type of thing and, and you know I think Wrexham come and beat us when I went to York come and beat us and it's nothing like nothing but abuse for 90 minutes singing to me um, so it, 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 it continued and about me being a, 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 a really alcoholic or whatever you know I mean, let's address that because we did. We talked to a few players, um, and they, you know, they a lot of them, you know, like some beast and like Paul Rutherford. They really rated you as a manager. They they enjoyed working under you. They did mention. A, I found one. He was at Rutherford. <laughs> Rutherford loves everyone, but, um, but he, he, they they have sort of mentioned that you did take them to the pub before before a game once. It sounds almost Clough esque. Were you sort of just trying everything? At, at that point no because I've done it everywhere I've been I've done it for 25 years you know um, it, 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 we, we all manage differently you know and how do, how, how do you win a how do you win a football match how do you how do you how do you manage your teams how do you man manage your teams how do you motivate the teams how, how do you how do you become a good team how do you become a good squad how do you get a good dressing room um, you don't win anything if you haven't got a good dressing room um, and you know football's football's intense do you, are you are you serious all the time and, and the players that don't get any respite from it how do you relax your players um, and, and all I'll say to you to your face now everything I've done and everything I do is to get a result is to get three points on a Saturday now if that means I take I take the players to relax on a on a Friday afternoon travelling down to Dover and we have a we have a part of Guinness together um, and a game of cards and, and, and a game of darts or whatever. It, it's done for the right reasons, you know. Uh, or they'll go on a training field and talk about the opposition. And I was I was brought up and, and you learn. I don't know, you know, jobs that you do. I don't know what you do, but whatever you mm. do, you've learned one way or another, you know. Yeah. And and I, and I was a I was a I was a player. Uh, and lucky, lucky that I, you know I was I was I was a good I was a good player in in a good side, and lucky enough to be brought up with the the best manager in my opinion of all time. Um, and how did he do that? How did he make how did he make us that good? Um, he never mentioned the opposition once. We never practiced one free kick. We never practiced one corner. Um, 
it'd give us, when we lost the game, it'd give us three days off um, rather than bring us in on a Sunday morning and run us up the line and say, that's not good enough. Um, uh, we wouldn't talk about it again. Um, we'd, be, we'd be on the training field and he'd, he'd come on the training field and go, come on, you're coming with me. And we'd walk down the red line and have a, and have a pint of Guinness halfway through a five-a-side. Um, and, and, you know, we won, the, we won League One. We won two European Cups. Um, we, and and that, that, that continued. And the man management, and, and as, as a player at the time, you know, you go, wow, this is like... But we had an unbelievable dressing room, an unbelievable... You know, if, if we went somewhere, we'd all go. We'd all go. Um, and I bought, I was brought up that way. And, and, you know, it wasn't just at Forest that happened. That happened at Leicester as well. Um, and again, I'm proud of what I've done as a player at, at, at Leicester. You know, we got three playoff, Wembley playoff finals and eventually got them into the, into the Premier League by a good dressing room. How did we have that good dressing room? Brian Little done the same. Um, you know, so this isn't just all about me. This is about how do I get a good dressing room? How do I get that team, team, team spirit? Um, so that's the way, that's the way I work. Um, so, yes, yes, I took, took the players for, for, for this and a game of darts. Um, and if I come back to, to Exum, I'd, I'd do the same again. Now, you know, we might have lost the, the next day, and all of a sudden, the reason we lost is because I took them for a part of Guinness and a game of darts. Come on, come on, come on! You know, um, I, 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 I believe maybe that the second season that you know I had to sort of see that that type of that type of dressing room a little bit more as to as to what I was going to sort of do in, in in those circumstances, but. You know, if 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 the whole the whole reason I didn't I didn't do well at Wrexham was because I took them for part of Guinness and Game of Darts, then I'm sorry. You know, there's something wrong. There's there's some there's something not right there. I I I I've done this at all my clubs, all my clubs. You know, um, I went and beat Luton at at, at Wembley with York, um, and I was at six o'clock on on the Saturday night, the night before the game. We had three or four pints of Guinness and we had a sing song and we told jokes and I never mentioned Luton um, and my players went out and they were unbelievable and we got promoted to the Football League. And, and it's what I do. It, it's what I do. It's part of, part of my management. And, you know, I've always said, you know, my job is to bring players in. The, the job of the board at Wrexham is to bring the right manager in. Now, all I'll say then is that Wrexham didn't want a manager like me who, who, does, who does what he does. And the way he works, then they didn't do the homework on me. If they, if they thought they were getting a manager that was on the training ground for six hours a day, coaching, boring the players, shitless, um, and they got, the, they got the wrong man, you know? Um, so why employ me? Why employ me? Given quite a... A comprehensive sort of explanation of it there. I mean, from my own perspective as a fan, um, I can understand, you know, that being done in terms of in your playing days. But do you think in terms of the modern managerial game, do you, do you think there's many managers out there who who do that? 
What's what's the modern get? What's that mean? As in, in terms of you know how teams prepare professional teams. I don't. I'm not aware of you know that many teams that would necessarily go. Maybe on a Wednesday, you know, a Wednesday night or something like that. But the night before a game, I think was you know from my perspective in just that was something which you know okay might not be the worst thing in the world, but just as preparation surprised me perhaps. But so so what you're saying to me? So you think all the managers in today's game, this modern manager, um, as you call it. Um, have they all won the league? Have they all won? Have some of them not finished bottom of the league? Have, have, have they not been sacked? So they're doing it right by, you know, what? I, I come to Epsom because I was in an un- unbelievable years of success. And that's the, way I, that's the way I managed. So some people say to me, are you an old school manager? I go, what's old school mean? What's that mean? What's that mean? So do I have to... Do I have to be seen now because I'm 59 going on 60? I have to be a modern manager. I don't know what that means. Uh, if someone wants me to be to be something that I'm not, if somebody says you've got to you've got to coach these lads for three hours and you've got to be doing shape and you've got because that's the modern manager. No, no, no. If I come back to Wrexham, Wrexham took me back, then that's never going to happen. I don't think. But never say never. Um, then, if I think it's right that I take my place for for a pint of Guinness on a Friday night to relax my players for a big game the next day, then I'll do it. Not because everybody perceives that you you've you've got to you've got to do this as the modern manager. That, I think that's a great comment from. To be fair, the modern manager. I don't. So am I not a modern manager? What am I? Definitely an honest man. At least you've addressed it, which is which is exactly what we wanted. But so. I don't, I don't um, see. I get, this, I get this. That people say. I, th- I, th- I think, I think what we're getting at, I think, is more a, a perception issue. Like, like you said, it, it, what once once somebody hears of, I oh, taking to taking to the pub night for the game, and they, but, uh, we're by no means managers, and we're not going to profess to be. So we're not questioning your method for doing what you've done throughout your career because it's been proven to work in the past. I think it's just a case of... Uh, I don't know what I'm trying to get at. I, I, I think, I think, you know, you I think know, what we're trying to say is... Can I just say, can I just say, you know, if you go to York and, you're, and the York fans will go, what an incredible manager, what a genius, because it worked. And I go to Wrexham and do similar... And it didn't work. And I, I've, I'm not a good manager. Um, I'm, you know. Now, unfortunately, that that happens. And and, and I'm, I'm not the only one, you know, of, of of who works like this, you know. And 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 people have their opinions. It didn't work for me at Wrexham. So people, you, you're going to perceive at Wrexham that I've done it totally. I've done it totally wrong. It's not something I just done when I come to Wrexham. It's, it, it, it's it's how I work. And let's get this in perspective, by the way. I, you know, this wasn't every week. This wasn't. I talked to my assistant Dan Caskey and go, "What do you think's the right thing to do here, mate?" And and you know, and we go and play a game of skittles and and, and stuff. And and I, I I learned so much about my players a game of skittles. You know, you know, when there's one skittle left and they've got to knock it over to win. Right? I've seen them shaking with this cheese in their hand. Right? They've got to knock the skittle over. And I go, 
like that to my assistant and go, you've got no in bottle. <laughs> you, you learn, you, you, you learn, you, you know what I mean? It's like stepping up for that penalty in the 90th minute to go and get promoted at Wembley. You know, I know what players I wouldn't want to be taking that penalty, but I know which players I would. And, and, no, no different when you go in. So there's method in your madness of, of, of how you work. But listen, I get where you come from as fans because it's, it looks like it's not the right thing. It looks like it's not professional. It is professional. It, it, is, it is about man management. It is about how you go and get the best out of your players and how you relax your players. Um, and this is what hurts me, you know, and, and, and I'm perceived as... It, you know, I, I like I like a drink, but it's mainly on a on a Saturday night. You know, with my wife and and my friends. You know, I don't go drinking every every night of the week and, and stuff like that. And so, what people think of me, you know, in 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 that neck of the woods hurts me. You know, but you know, um, some sticks, don't it? I don't want to swear. You know what I mean? But you know, when you when you get that, when you get that, it, it sticks. But I can't get this modern manager out of my head. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Leah, I'll go home. Leah's great at riling people up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I've just go got on, a face yeah. that you'd love to love to punch, really. Uh, no, no, I'll have to go home and work on my definition of uh, of what a modern manager is. <laughs> I, I think, to be honest, I mean, as Wrexham fans, if you'd have got us promoted, you could have taken the players out every bloody night for forever. We we care. I mean, yeah, it's a stick to beat you with because it, it, it didn't work out. And so people yeah. look at things and they go, right, why didn't it work out? Well, maybe that's the reason. There was a lot of reasons it didn't work out. That could be one of them. That could be reason. It, it could not be. You know, we, we don't really know. You know, it's, it's, it's that's it's how lovely. you do it. How, who are we? Who are we to, 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 to judge that? Without, without kicking the ass out of the point, I still want to know... Who was who the best at cards? Who was the best at dance? Yeah, <laughs> Give us an idea who, who, was, who, the, who the card shark was. I'm going to go with Newts. It's got to be Newts, isn't it? You, you, how do you know that? I just, I, just, I just had an idea. I just thought it might be him. He was like your trusted lieutenant, was he not? So it had to be him. You're spot, you're spot on. But, you know, Newts, Newts come and play for me again at, because he knows I'll get the best out of him you know and he, he knows he knows just what I do so it, it's, it's what it's about it's about a dressing room it's, it's about it's about a good it's about a good dressing room you know it, it, it's about helping each other it's about believing each other it's about you know being able to be, be relaxed to go and to go and do your job so listen I, I I'm not going to apologize for, for the way that I work I'm not going to apologize for that um I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, say sorry for I, I, I couldn't bring the success that that Rexon wanted me to bring. I'm, I'm, I'm gutted about that, and I, I always will be. Um, I'm gutted I didn't get, uh, didn't get a bit longer. Um, but I'm proud to be the old, the old school manager. <laughs> right. Let's let's change the subject slightly. Is it true that you could run a hundred meters in eleven seconds? <laughs> 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 for, for, for the record, Gary until Mills is giving two until, thumbs up. You're going to see me getting out of Rexon. It's when I got out of Rexon. <laughs> <laughs> Chased by a baying bomb. That's what it was. <laughs> Thank you.
first thing that comes to your head, your time at Wrexham, who was the most skillful player? Close. Yeah, yeah, I can absolutely 100% agree with that. Moke, did he run him close? Yeah, Moke, yeah, close, close, but um, don't mind that, don't mind that, just that little bit, a little bit more. Moke's up there. I love Moke to death, I love him. Just a supplemental on, on Dom. I, I know you said he's a bit of a difficult character. Do you think he'll ever really fulfil the potential that he's, that he's got? But where is he now? Uh, well, he's just left Iceland, I think. Yeah, he's just... not the supermarket. I, th- I, think, <laughs> I think, listen, I think, I think Dom ended up, and I think where Dom is, he's sort of answered the question. Okay. You know, no, no, that's fair uh, You know. That's fair enough. I'm, I'm taking the way the, the the quick fire round isn't really that quick fire at the moment. Let's, let's speed this up a bit. Who was the worst dressed? <laughs> oh, oh, that's a difficult one. My memory's not what it was. Um, let's fire some names at you. What was uh, what were Rutherford's clobber like? Oh yeah, <laughs> you, you obviously know. <laughs> we've got an idea. We, we've interviewed a lot of players. We've got an idea. <laughs> yeah, Rutherford's right. weren't the best, to be fair. What a great, hey, what a good lad Mothers was. I know he's left you now, but what a great lad he is. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's an appreciation, a growing appreciation for Rubberford now he's left. He came on the pod a couple of couple of months ago, it was absolutely brilliant. He, he, you know, he completely honest and you could see how much it meant to him to play play for that club. The day he left Wrexham, he texted me and said, Gaffer, thank you for giving me the opportunity to play for Wrexham football He texted me. I mean, yeah, I mean, that sums him up, I think. Class, class act. Absolutely. Um, right, here's an interesting one. Who was the most underrated? Who didn't get the plaudits they deserved? God. You're asking some questions here, aren't you? <laughs> oh. If, it's, if, if you say naughty, naughty, you're going to have to cut this interview short, I think. <laughs> no, it's not, it's not naughty, naughty without it. <laughs> Was it Gary Mills? <laughs> <laughs> I don't honestly know. I, I, I really don't. I, I don't... <sighs> It's a difficult one. No, that's fair enough. No, Curtis fair enough. Tilt would be a shout. This, this, is, the slowest, this is the slowest quick-fire question ever. Right, okay. It was, this, this might come from, the, from... You might get this from, from, from the Friday night in the pub. It was the meanest. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't think Tim Edwards could love Manny Smith anymore. This, is this denting any of your... Admiration no, for him. No, I, 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 I can well believe Manny sat in the corner having a pickled egg going, like, it's not happening, lads. You can get your own drinks. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> in the quick fire round, who was the fastest manager? That's <laughs> <laughs> another point to the chest from the man himself. <laughs> Every person we get on on the pod, Gary, we ask them for this fearless moment, which is basically the the one. If you can find, if you can point pinpoint a singular moment in your time at Wrexham that kind of gave you the most sense of pride, really, whether that was getting appointed, whether it was the the FA Trophy winner Tranmere, which is a personal highlight, to be honest. Um, is there anything that stands out in your head? Because you know what, yeah, that 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 was the one that I felt, you know. This is the one for me that gives me the most pride being here. You mentioned a game there where the FA the FA trophy winner at the Tranmere. I, I I just like 
had this feeling. I've got, I've got this club. I've got, I've got it. I've got what I want. Uh, and and that yeah that game would always that that game would always be that for me because uh, I can remember doing that to to Kasky. I can remember doing that. Um, but those 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 five games after losing the first game, um, you know, we we played we played some unbelievable in those five games. Um, yeah. The the again for, for so early on for me, I was I was like. Thinking, this is what I want. This is this is what I want. This is what the players know that I want. This is this is how we're gonna. This is how we're gonna win games. Um, and I play a certain way that, you know, the opposition sort of we get the ball back off the opposition. And and what I love reading the next day in the non-league or or, or the report is that the, the manager that I was playing against will say, we were poor today. We gave the ball away a lot. We didn't keep the ball. We we. And I'll go, what they don't realise is that we make them give it away. And, you know, we're the reasons they gave the ball away. And I get so much pride for them. And I, I, I can remember doing that every week. And I used to bring the non-league paper in and go to my players, right, here's your team talk today. Read that article. You know, and their manager is saying they were poor today. They weren't poor. We made them poor. They gave the ball away because we made them give the ball away. And I used to do that. I used to bring that in quite a lot in in those early days at Wrexham. So let's talk about the bus. Yeah, I was going to say, "Young Millsy, my life in football." Is that is that a clappy quote, Young Millsy? There it is. Sports fans, told me now. Well, he was young man, young man, young man. But I've, I'm still called Young Millsy now. Um, I still live in Nottingham and, you know, when I meet up with my great, great friends and great, great legends of, of what I, I play with at Forest, and priv- privileged to play with at Forest, um, you know, they go, here come, here's, here's young Millsy, he can get the drinks in. He's young. And, I, and I'm like, I'm 59. <laughs> you know? But they still call me, they still call me young Millsy and, and, you know, whenever... Uh, we we get we get together and we have functions and events and and the compare will say um, next I'm going to interview young Gary Mills and I know I probably am compared to to some of them players so I still perceived as young and um, so it was always going to be be young Millsy but how old uh, were you in that final Gary I was eighteen wow did, eighteen yes. but I was, did I, was you, I was youngest player to start a European Cup final. I was the youngest player, but I was 16 when we played. Um, I made my debut at 16 against Arsenal. Um, I'll sort of rewind quickly, but it, but it's all in there. It's all in there. Um, <laughs> um, I was 14 when I played this in the Central League against Liverpool, and and this is this will be lovely for you because I was 14. I so I had to get permission. They had to get permission from my parents and the school that I could play. Uh, the old Central League was an unbelievable, fantastic league. But but my debut uh, was on a Wednesday night at the City Ground in Nottingham against Liverpool. And I was playing right wing and Joey Jones was playing left back. Oh. <laughs> so that was that, that was my welcome to to to, to uh, British football and, and, and Did England. Did you catch it? Oh, of course. Uh, well, 
he caught me from behind. So I'd gone past him. So he caught, me, <laughs> caught me from behind. But you know what Joey was like. But he, he. Um, so for two years, I played in this central league. Um, got that many bollockings from from the gaffer about passing the ball. Um, uh, he come into the. He, he come into the. Are we okay for time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as you are. The on the on that Wednesday night. Uh, we played Liverpool coming at half time and the gaffer's come over to me and he's walking over to me um, and I'm sitting there as a young 14 year old in the dressing room and he's come over and he's, he's gone like that between my legs and gone you young man let's see if I can do the voice you young man if you don't pass the fucking ball or chop the fucking balls off <laughs> and he's grabbed out he's grabbed out of me my mate 14 maybe it was a bit smaller maybe it was a bit smaller but <laughs> but so I, I went out and I can remember making a pass in the second half and from the stand I heard that's how you pass the fucking ball young man well done and, <laughs> so after the game, I've come in and he went, young man, come with me now. So he took me down the tunnel, back onto the pitch with a ball. And he said, all right, you stay there with the ball. I'm going over here. So he went about 15 yards away, whatever it was. And he went, now dribble the ball to me, son. So I dribbled the ball to him. He went, now go back. He said, now pass the ball to me, son. So I've passed the ball to him and he went, now come here. He said, now which was the quickest, you dribbling or passing the ball to me? I said, well, when I passed it, Gaffey went, well, pass the fucking ball then. That's how you're going to play the game. And that was my introduction to to, to my first game <laughs> at the point. Uh, uh, oh my so, so I had two. I had two years. Of, I had two years of that from fourteen to sixteen. Joined Forest at sixteen as apprentice in July, and then I made played, made my debut against Arsenal uh, in September, September the sixteenth, nineteen seventy eight, against Arsenal. Uh, and then on the Wednesday we played Liverpool in the first round of the European Cup, where I was on the bench. Um, and then we beat Liverpool. Knocked them out who were reigning champions. And then we got AK Athens. So we went over to, to Athens, then come back. And then I played against uh, AK Athens at the age of 16 in the European in the European Cup. And uh, come on, you know, it was like, wow, this is, this is incredible. Earning £16 a week because um, I was still an, still an apprentice. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, happy days. Yeah, what a, what a career. I mean, you must be the first European Cup winner we've had, had on the pod. I don't think Paul Rutherford's ever won it. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he hasn't. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Paul Rutherford can't do a Brian Clough impression that good either, to be honest. <laughs> can, can, I, can I just say, I know, I know we go back and you say, yeah, but that's what, um, you know, I've got loads and loads of stories, obviously, but the, 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 the second European Cup, we we uh, we finished the season. We playing the final on May the twenty eighth, and I think the last game was May the second or something like that. So you can imagine there was a massive gap. Um, so the gaffer like was like, right, we'll have a we'll, we'll have a 
We'll have a week. I'll do the voice because you quite like it. We'll have a week off and then we'll come back in and do a little bit of training. So we come back to the training and went, oh, my God, we've still got weeks till we play in this fucking game, which happened to be the European Cup final. And he went, I'll tell you what, bring your passports. We'll go and have a week's holiday. So the week before the Cup final, we went to, we went to Mallorca, to Calamalor, which was where he used to take us all the time. Um, we went on the Saturday. We went for a week till the following Saturday. And he said... Uh, Right, you're stopping in that uh, that hotel, you shit houses, and I'm stopping in that one. That I'm stopping in that one over there. I don't want to see you. I don't want to hear you, and I don't want no trouble. And that's how it was. We we went out every night till three, four in the morning. We didn't train once. We didn't see him. We got back on the bus. We'd had a week's holiday. We <clears throat> on the, uh, this got back on the Saturday. On, on the Sunday night, we had John Robertson's testimonial dinner before we flew out. Before we flew out um, to Madrid, and we had a great night. Had a few more drinks. So the finals on the Wednesday night. We just had a week's holiday. We hadn't trained once. We got to Madrid, and. We, we, we got to the hotel. Um, all right, let's go and do a little bit of training. So we put our, put our um, training kit on and we're walking towards the training ground. And he went, I like the look of this place here. So he took us into this bar before training. And we sat and had a beer on the Monday. And then we had another one. And he said, Let's just walk back to the hotel. I think we've done enough training. <laughs> the following day, Tuesday, now we're now with the day before the game, before the game, just happened to be the European Cup final in the Bernabeu in Madrid. Um, so we've done the same again. We put our training kit on and we're, we're walking towards the training pitch. And he went, I quite like it in here. I think we'll go in and say hello. We'll go in and say hello. So as we've gone in, Peter Shilton has gone. Gaff, this is a joke. He says, we've gone all last week, we've not trained. We didn't train yesterday. He went, you want to train, Peter? He went, yeah, I want to train. He went, young Millsy, get that bag of balls and go and train Peter just there. Now, just there was a roundabout. <laughs> With, with grass on it, and I'm volleying balls to Peter Shilton on this roundabout. And the cars are going round and, beep, beep, Shilton, Shilton. And, and it was in the middle of this road, and that's where I trained Peter Shilton the day, the day before the European Cup final. Um, and we won, and won the European Cup final 1-0 that night and after the game he went no money's going out we weren't allowed to go to celebrate so we we, we celebrated like the week before the final but weren't allowed to celebrate after after we'd won it he wasn't a modern manager no Liam 
Yeah, yes, Liam. <laughs> if you can save a football in the middle of a roundabout, I think you can probably <laughs> save it anywhere, can't you? So it's just, it's just, you know, just you, you could to be involved with that. And I was eighteen, and, and oh, come on, it's incredible, incredible, um, but fantastic, and and you know what, what great, great players, what great players they were. I'm guessing all those stories and more are in the book. Um, going back to the book for another shameless plug. Um, is, is there any, is there any, do you touch on Rex a minute? Of course. Yeah. Um, I imagine course. you, I imagine you touched on a lot of what we've already discussed about, you, 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 you held your hand up, you made a few mistakes um, and looking back, I suppose the only regret, if any, that you've got is, is not having longer to, to iron out that second season. Yeah, but look, it's part of my part of my life, part of my my career, you know. And I think the 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 the, the one good thing for me personally that comes out of it, wherever you go, you make some beautiful friends, you know. And and I've I've made some beautiful friends in that that neck of the woods now that I stay that I stay in touch with, um, and become very very friendly with. Um, I'll always I'll always be disappointed because I wanted to be the man that. You feel your man, you can go and do it, and I didn't. But um, look, it is what it is. I just hope, you know, when I come back one day with with another team, maybe that um, I get a, an okay welcome. <laughs> I'm sure uh, those who listen to this will might 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 soften to their maybe their perception of you from from years gone by. I know times are good here and stuff, but. I think um, I'm probably I'll probably speak on behalf of the other lads. It's probably been one of yeah. my most favourite ones. This one because because no, very honest, Gary. Yeah, the honesty is refreshing. It's genuine. People can see that. You know, you could have said piss off. I'm not going to tell you about the the pub pre matches. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. But you know, it's I, th- I think uh, I, I think um, if you if you were to come back to Wrexham with, with the team in future, I think. Um, I think you might be pleasantly surprised. I don't think it's going to be like York York away again on that that day we, we won. <laughs> the thing is, and that's what it is. You know, you make judgment on people, and you don't know people. You know, and and I think we're all guilty of that because it's how you perceive people and and and, and what they are. And you know, I, the the grudge with me as as, you, as fans is that I didn't I didn't bring you the success that I come there. You know, I, I come to to Wrexham to do. Um, and unfortunately, that sticks with with fans and, and and everybody. But it doesn't make you you the person that you are. And uh, and I am I am. And so, like I say, I, it's great to come on, you know. Because when I was asked, they said, "Do you want to go on?" You know. And I went, "Yeah, I want to go on." You know, it, it, it's it's about you know it's about people knowing the the the, the truth and the honesty and, and and the rest of it. And I'd never I never hide away from. You know what mistakes I did make, and and uh, I'd never hide away from from the truth of of what did happen to me personally, as in when I wanted that bit of help, and you know the budget being cut without me knowing, and 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 and, and things and, and things like that. Um, and none of this is ever going to be excuses because you you have to live and die by live and die by what uh, what happened in that in that period, but. Um, you know, it's uh, an unbelievable club. I hope, I hope you get your wish. I, you know, I'm not one of those people. Believe me, I'm not one of those people. You now look at the Wrexham result and go, oh, I'm glad they've lost again because it didn't work out for me. 
I know what it would mean to you as a football club and and fans to to get to get your dream. I, I don't. I think the budget is slightly different from I had when I when I was there. <laughs> I would imagine so. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I think there's some more noughts. I think there's some more noughts. Yeah. On it now. Um, uh, but you know, like you say yesterday, and, and it doesn't bring you a result every week, does it? You know, um, and 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 it and it'll prove. It'll prove again what a difficult, difficult um, league this is. Um, but I, I really, I'm sincere. I'm, I'm sincerely, I sincerely mean. I hope you, hope you go and do it. And hopefully, it'll be this season. You don't have to, you don't have to suffer many more in in the national in the national league. Predictions time. Andrew, what is the scores on the doors after Saturday? Uh, well, we, well, we all got it wrong. Um, yeah. Me and you went for draws um, and Tim and Liam went for, for Rex and wins, so more for us. I would have desperately taken a draw yesterday. I wouldn't have felt so bad for for most of Saturday evening, but yeah. there you go. Such is life, such is life. So I think it's just all a shot this week, no midweek game. Um, do you want to start then, Andy? Um, I, as I said earlier, I think we'll win. I think it will be a 2-0 victory, quite comfortable, because we've got enough quality. Uh, Reese, do you want to go next? I'm uh, not going to tempt fate, and I'm going to revert to last season's tactic. I um, don't think we're going to lose, but I, I think we're going to draw... Similar to the South End, I think we'll draw 2 all. Actually, no, all shot will be good, are they? We'll draw one all, one all, please. Tim, do you want to go next, mate? Uh... I think we'll we'll sneak it one nil, one nil. Nervy, Liam, bring it up the rear. I'm going to go in the uh, the Reese Williams negative camp, and uh, I don't know. I've just got a feeling about it. Go two two, our favourite result. Two two, and Parky will be gone. Desmond <laughs> and Parky will be gone. <laughs> uh, let's hope we can get back on board with that. Uh, a couple of other good interviews coming up. We've got the second part of the. Um, Rooster interview to come in the next few weeks. I think that had one of the funniest stories we've ever had on this podcast, didn't it, Andy? With the uh, um, with the got stolen golf clubs. There's that, and and the trialist from nowhere. I mean, fair play. Uh, the se- the second part of the Rooster interview is absolutely brilliant. <laughs> I haven't laughed so much in a long time. So uh, looking forward to bringing you that. Um, but until then, see you at all the shots and goodbye. See you, everyone. Bye bye.